Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with keynote speaker, author, and consultant, Allison Graham. She works with highly accomplished men and women who love their work, but want more mental and emotional space away from the consultant stress of the daily grind. Her latest book, Take Back Your Weekends, Stress Less, Do More, Be Happier, is giving hope to professionals across the globe that they can have it all. She's got a great story. Enjoy this interview. Okay, excellent. Well, hey, Allison, it's great to meet you. Thank you for taking a minute out today. Where are you coming out of? I am in Canada, so about an hour and a half outside of Detroit on the Canadian side of the border, right on Lake Erie. Okay. I actually went to Canada, or I went to Detroit back in the early 90s and went up to Windsor for a little while. Oh, so just a hop, skip, and a jump for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually got a box of Cubans, and I sweated the whole time coming back in. <laughs> yes, <laughs> some people will understand that joke, and other people will not. But yes, I, I imagine you did. <laughs> oh awesome. yeah, I had to do that whole thing where it's like, who is the kindest customs agent that I can pick, and uh, I I picked the right one, and everything was fine. So it was good. Pick the fast, uh, the fastest <laughs> moving line, right? <laughs> that's it. That's it. Someone with kind teacher eyes, so it was good. Um, but. Uh, but at any rate, I, the, before we get into your life as a speaker, author, and consultant, what I would like to do is talk about surviving COVID the last three years. How did you get through that time period, and how has it changed the way that you do things now? Well, I got through it, thank goodness, because I had a lot of structure in place already to be resilient. I had gone through enough things in my life where I knew that we had to be uh, able to adapt on a dime. But there was some one technique that I used that I think was the most powerful. I recognized how emotionally traumatic what was happening was going on. And I also realized that my entire speaking business and training business had blown up. And I was, I was out of business if I didn't do something. So there was this balance between the emotional processing so that I didn't stuff it down and then cause more physical problems and, and ignore and deflect the reality and the severity of it with mixed with the responsibility of how do I start making money again? Right? How do I, how do I put food on the table and maintain my livelihood? And so what I did was I set a timer for emotional breakdown. And that may sound really weird for people, but what I did is I would, I would take do 45-minute work blocks where I'd be totally focused on what do I need to do right now? I'm going to get it done. And I would be completely focused. And depending on my energy, it was either 20 minutes to 75 minutes. And then I would set a 10-minute timer, and I would literally crawl under the dining room table with my dog, have a little cuddle and a cry, and then the alarm would go off, and I'd feel all the fullness of the emotion. And then I would come back to my computer and do another work block. And that was how I managed those first several days. And then I realized if I serve other people, I feel more fulfilled. And so I really just went into doing a lot of free servicing, uh, which didn't help the bottom line, but it helped my mental health. And that was how I got through COVID. Wow, that's a great story. So it's pretty clear on paper what you do for a living, but I'm going to up the ante a little bit. I'm going to put you in front of a bunch of third graders at a career day. And one of the kids looks at you and says, hey, what do you do for a living? How do you answer that child? 
Well, do you know how your mommy and daddy, and maybe when they're in that age, they don't call them mommy and daddy, uh, are really stressed at night, and they're completely worried about their work, and they're on their phone all the time, and they're maybe snapping at you because you ask a question, and the kid's going to say, yeah, I know that. And I'm going to say, well, I help them take control of that stress so that when they come home, they're totally focused and feeling happier and more fulfilled and less angry at the world. So let's take you back to that time period of a third grade. And what did you want to be when you grew up? (laughs) Uh, Prime Minister of Canada. (laughs) (laughs) So, Which I actually still believed when I was in university, and I used to... Uh, you know, it was it was not a really great te- technique for uh, trying to get dates. Just for the record, um, yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm remembering those days where I actually thought naively that's what I was going to be. Uh, now I realize how much I am not interested in being in politics. So, are you happy with how everything turned out? Oh my gosh, I feel very blessed. I feel very so, well. I recognize that I have a long way to go, and I think that growth mentality of this balancing act between having huge goals and being okay with where what today has brought in so far is, uh, again, just around being really self-curious and playing that, you know, that teeter-totter, right, balancing act of is it, you know, where where am I striving towards? Because I have a lot of big, big goals and a lot more reach I want to make. And where am I am now and feeling okay with it. So who would you consider a hero for you, someone that's been a motivator in your life? Oh, my gosh. Uh, I love, love, love a lot of thought leaders. So this is a very long list. Uh, Tom and Lisa Bilyeu, I watch them all the time. Like, I don't think they put out a video I haven't watched. I, I really admire them. Uh, and partly the reason I, rem- I admire them is because, honestly, they could do nothing. Are you familiar with them, by the way? Do you know who I'm talking yeah. about? Impact Theory? Yeah, yeah. Okay. They yeah. could do nothing. They sold Quest Nutrition for an obscene amount of money. And instead, they have literally dedicated their lives to <laughs> to being able to serve and help other people grow and that, um, you know, my, my current situation, I'm involved in a startup behind the scenes that's very significant potential, and uh, it, well, it's past startup phase, and I could, I want to be that. I would still, because we've talked about it, and even when we hit that huge level of this is significant, I would literally not change anything about my days, except for I would serve more people with my content, and I would uh, be on bigger stages. But I would still do the exact same thing. So I think that's why I really have a high level of my, uh, admiration for them. So let me ask you this. If you could meet one person alive on the planet right now and spend some time with them, who would it be? <sighs> do we get to, like, hang out as, like, BFFs or, like, go down a rabbit hole and talk about stuff? What, what, like, However, what, 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 what is the context? Well, I mean, it could be anybody. I mean, just, you know, it just would be meeting them and having some time with them. Just, yeah, anybody. 
Yeah, and it's going to sound really cliche. It'd be a Mel Robbins or a Tom and Lisa Bilyeu or uh, maybe Joe Dispenza. Uh, yeah, it'd be one of those guys, maybe Lewis Howes. All, all the big the big uh, podcast people, the people who are obsessed with personal development. Those would be my people to hang out with. Yeah, for sure. So let me ask you this. You you know, all of these people that you admire and that you listen to and, and that you follow have high levels of motivation, and you clearly have that yourself, and that's probably one of the reasons why you feed off of that energy. What is your motivation? What is your spark, your, your fuel in the tank to get you through and to do what you do? Interesting, because is it motivation or is it purpose? Because I think purpose is what drives the motivation. I think motivation, and I love uh, Mel Robbins' line about it, motivation is garbage. And there are going to be many days when I don't feel motivated, quite frankly, and I have to manage my neuropathic pain and I have to manage my, you know, hormones like everybody else and everything else that can really uh, go into the mix. And do I feel really motivated to do it? Like what needs to get done? Probably not. But I have a bigger purpose. And I look at people and I know how much I used to live in a, in this, how do I explain it? Like I was just so miserable on the inside and looked so happy on the outside. And I know that level of suffering. And when I look at it, people, and what's happening, it's almost like people can't even hide it anymore. They're just showing their misery on the outside, right? And I'm just like, we do not have to make life as hard as we're making it. There's already enough stuff that's going on and is awful for you to be beating yourself up, talking poorly about yourself, uh, you know, making up, and like drama and complaining and gossiping and oh my gosh I have the tendencies are all still there but I know how tough that is and so if I can help people come out of that and be happier and feel more at peace even when there's so much chaos and tough stuff that's legitimate going on around them like that makes my heart sing and one of my clients I just finished the six month coaching program with them and when we started he was like I need space like I don't have time to think and he calculated that he was at 128 percent capacity so basically from where he was willing and thought he could be happy that's how much he was like suffocating on all of the work and six months later he calculated he was at 38 percent capacity he was no longer ruminating on problem solving and he was able to make decisions faster. He started designing his days in a way that would make his uh, soul light, you know, his business. He, he was a business so he could make decisions. He ultimately ended up increasing his profitability per output. So instead of having, you know, 100 meetings in a week, I mean, that might be an exaggeration, but it's not far off for him. Uh, you know, he's having four or five, but they're a lot more profitable. And the most incredible part of his story was he got back from vacation and he went for the first time. He's like, I fell in life, love with my wife again. And he said, because I wasn't worried about the, the business. I wasn't worried. I wasn't stressing. I wasn't feeling like I was suffocating 
and I had no boundaries. He was like, I literally just enjoyed myself and fell back in love with my wife. And that, oh my gosh, who needs motivation? Like, that is just like, how do you sleep when you can, like, I mean, I love to sleep, forgive me, but, um, you know, that that can remind me when I don't feel like doing something of why I'm doing it. Those kind of success so, stories for my clients. Yeah, for sure. So of all of these successes and things that you've accomplished and done, what are you the proudest of? Being a small part of somebody else's success story. So let me ask you this. On this timeline of your life, you know, there's been success and failures and all these things that go into survival and, and making it where we want to go. Let's say you have a dream tonight. You run into the 20-year-old version of yourself, and you can give that younger version of you a piece of advice based on the life you've led, the, the wisdom you've gained. What would you tell that young version of you? Assume the dots are connecting as you're moving forward. And so I maybe need to have context to that. When we go through tough times, it can be really hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel. And so I've just chosen, eventually I kind of went, oh, wait, but if that bad thing didn't happen and that bad thing didn't happen, then this cool thing would never have been able to happen because I had to learn that lesson or I needed to be in the, that room. And so I would, now I just live my life assuming that anything that happens is just part of connecting a dot that's going to go forward. So living that way gives so much emotional freedom. I would definitely tell myself to stop beating myself up and being such a, a meanie to myself and writing out what I was saying in the internal and looking at it objectively instead of spending so many years being my own punching uh, partner. And I, I have to give them three, the, the earlier version of me three things. So I would say to her, when opportunity presents itself, talk yourself in, don't talk yourself out. So Allison, everyone out there has a perception of you, family, friends, clients, colleagues, but you run the show. What's your perception of you? Who do you think you are? Hmm. <laughs> you ask such deep questions. <laughs> I think I'm someone who has a long way to go, has survived a very frustrating number of traumatic experiences, difficult situations, um, and still managed to have hope and optimism in the midst of it all. And I would say not only am I a survivor, I'm someone who who really is okay with the toughest stuff and the the vulnerability of life. That's who I would say I am. So, Allison, if anyone out there wants to delve more into your world, hire you, anything pertaining to your world, where can they go? Uh, AllisonGraham.com, and then from there you can link into the social medias and. LinkedIn and all of that, uh, that works there. So, and yeah, that's AllisonGraham.com is the hub. Excellent. Allison, this has been great. Thank you so much for opening up your story and your world a little bit to, to my audience and best of luck with everything. 
Hey, and for you too. Thanks for the platform and for doing what you do. You're inspiring lots of people out there. So good for you. Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, business, spirituality, music, and more from around the globe. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube. You can also find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and until next time. <laughs>